0: What's that impression that you leave on people the first time that you meet? It matters. Someone told me that uh, you don't have a second chance for a good first impression. How's that? This is Now Tell Us. I'm your host, Anthony Mwerole. Now Tell Us, we always have guests come and tell us stories. They come and inspire us. They come and educate us on a subject. And always we have great guests. And that means today we have a great guest who is known as Steve Buzogani. And I hope I got that one. He's going to tell us once he comes when I got it right, if I got it right. So, without taking one more minute, we're going to hear Steve tell us the art of attraction. Stop chasing, and start enticing. It's a great topic. I'm curious to find out more. So why not you don't you join me as we go and meet Steve together? Here we go. Hello, Steve.
1: Hey, how are you? How are, I'm how are you
0: here? <laughs> Welcome to the show. And
1: thank you for having me, man. I'm excited to be here.
0: Yes, I hope I got your second name right. If I did not, it
1: please was close. It was good. It was close.
0: so I made a good first impression.
1: You did good. You nailed it.
0: Okay, that's wonderful. I'm happy to meet you. And um, please tell us. I have never seen uh, that name, and and it would be good to know where it comes from. And uh, Tell us much more about yourself. Where are you right now? How's the weather?
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. The weather's finally getting uh, to a spring season here. Finally, the winter's starting to die off, but I'm in Philadelphia. Um, The last name comes from Hungary. So uh, it's uh, Eastern European, but uh, born here. So just the grandparents. All
0: that's good. So what's your career? So people want to know, what's
1: this man doing? Yeah, for sure. So I started off as a real estate agent and I got into um, uh, basically appreciating and generating referrals for other small businesses because I did really well with the real estate stuff. So uh, as far as the real estate stuff goes, uh, I guess I got good enough at it where people took notice and they wanted to to know what I was doing. So I started to share it with them and now I just get paid to do that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> hmm, that's beautiful. Yes. We dive right into our topic today because I think uh, that's a topic that many people are interested in. Uh, maybe it's not what some of us imagine, but then we're going to get clarity as we move along. The art of attraction uh, Yes, is an interesting topic. Now, yes. tell us what this one specifically is.
1: Yeah, I mean, so for whenever whenever you're in small business, the, 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 I would say the, the lifeblood of small businesses of any business, uh, is lead generation Mm -hmm. and the lifeblood of lead generation is consistency. So a lot of people, what they do is they go out and chase business down versus the opposite of, you know, while you could just attract the business instead, make people come to you by, you know, giving and providing high quality service. And when you do that, uh, People come to you in droves because they know what you do and they know you're good for it. They hear your stories about other people's experience with you. And then uh, they come chase you down. They come chase you, which is like a lot better than the other way around. You're not begging for business. You're just kind of trying to manage all of the incoming business, which is a great problem to have.
0: Well, I know someone imagine that uh, the out of attraction, how should I attract a spouse, a, 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 a good mate? <laughs> <laughs> but so, i i believe there's gonna be some similarities along the way that's what i'm believing
1: it's very similar yeah i mean yeah. obviously different end game but it's definitely uh it's very similar yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah so how did you come to this did you observe uh, some things that were not going right did you experience things in your own life that uh, made you be interested in this subject
1: uh I think for me it was the the deterioration of how lacking the society in america is where please and thank you just aren't really a thing anymore Mm -hmm. and i think for me and it was just like when i i realized that the power of gratitude is a very very strong one Mm -hmm. uh, in my own business and i was like you know what why aren't why am i the only one doing this. At least it felt like that. I mean, obviously I've, I've learned more about other companies who are doing this, other small business owners and entrepreneurs who are doing it. And they're, the people who are doing it, they're blowing up. Their business is amazing. It's there, there, there's a tremendous abundance in their life. And I'm like, I don't understand how so many people can be failing if this is available to them. And that's why I got interested. And I was like, well, I need to spread the word about this gratitude thing. Um, The only downside is I can't sell it as gratitude because gratitude doesn't sell. uh, But the benefits of gratitude do. So that's how I have to sell it. But that's where that's the that's the the sales side of my business. Yeah,
0: uh, that's a good one Uh, on a day to day basis. Even when people are not into business, they are not entrepreneurs. I know this is something that is very important to have that attitude of gratitude. And so when you take it from a daily perspective and move it into the business world, uh, I think that is going to be very beneficial. It's going to bring some good results in the business. Is that your experience so far?
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting because a lot of people just, they don't, they have no concept of it. Like, like if you go to a restaurant, what people will do is you'll see people go, you'll see the waiter or waitress put the food on someone's plate or put the plate in front of them and they'll say nothing. Like, how mm-hmm. about like, thank you. Like you just served they just do a meal. Like say, thank you. Like, it's amazing how much you don't even, even like if you just go up to a coffee shop and just, you know, see it in person, like somebody's gonna give you a coffee and then they just walk away. If they just pay and walk away.
0: Yeah, they, but they, say, thanks. They, say, they say, I'm paying for it. I'm paying for it, so why should I thank you? That's that's how the attitude of some people.
1: But that's that's the wrong attitude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know. So actually, there's a study. I think it was Robert Emmons is the guy who did the study. Um, he's a professor, a pro- college professor, and he, I'm pr- pretty sure he's a college professor. I he did a study and he conducted and determined that people who practice gratitude on a daily basis in their daily lives actually have 25% more happiness than people who don't.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm just
1: like, that's a big number. Yeah, you
0: know, it's a big If, one, a big
1: if one. you say you're 25% happier tomorrow than you are today, I mean, that's going to be awesome. That's a big jump. It's like, oh, you know, let's, Definitely. And you do that every day. You're 25% happier every day. That compounds itself.
0: Yeah, sure. Exactly. And now it compounds itself in this aspect that we are talking about businesses in the results, in the income, in uh, customer uh, uniformity, and um, maybe the employee, how they they bond with one
1: another i i want to believe
0: this you want to believe that it compounds in very many different ways yes yeah yes
1: it absolutely mm-hmm. does so the thing is like the reason i do it is not just to help the small business owner too because like the other thing is it's uh, as a overflow it, it it actually it helps the 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 customers of the businesses i help too because if the businesses are practicing gratitude the customers are just going to have a better the customers of that business are going to have a better experience too so basically overall everyone wins all the time and everything's you know hunky-dory happy and uh happy and uh, enjoyable
0: yeah and i'm curious to know how it is that you work it out how how it is that you bring it to entrepreneurs and uh, businesses how how do you go about it and what exactly do you do with them
1: uh how do i service them yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, what I do is I am more, I'm a strategic appreciation consultant. If you look at the, is that that's like the exact definition of what okay. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, what I do is I get on a phone call with these people uh, initially, and I'll find out where they're trying to do and where are the biggest uh, obstacles they're facing. And then what we do is we break down those obstacles, um, see where the shortcomings are, then we set the new vision as to what we're trying to try to do. We set a budget and we come up with an entire what we call it, we call it SRM, which is a systemized relationship marketing plan. So you come up with an SRM plan, systemized relationship marketing. Um, and then inside that plan, it's just basically a daily, um, checklist of things that you can do, uh, or that you, that you will do as part of the plan to reach your goals in, in terms of relationship building. Now, the thing is, um, the way I think where the, the biggest value of what I bring to the clients I work with is it's being consistent is hard for a lot of people and being mm-hmm. disciplined is something that a lot of people have a hard time here. like, if you do up to somebody and tell them, Hey, you need to be more disciplined in this. Nobody want, wants to hear that. The word disciplines like, Ugh. you know, it makes people like, nobody wants to hear that. Ah, yeah. it's like, you know, discipline. They think military, you got to do this, you know, stand up straight and you can't have any fun kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I do is um, I basically package their plan in a way for it, it'd be very, very easy for them to execute these daily tasks. Um, and then to do it a lot that it's, that it's easy to execute them and then then they can do it every day. Um, Mm -hmm. and another cool thing that we do implement, like, obviously everybody, we have these things, everybody knows what a vision board is. Um, Mm -hmm. like what you, you create a series of goals and you put them all in the picture and you can look at your goals and your dreams and, you chase those down we actually have something called that we use it's called like a it's called a a pain poster okay actually and a pain poster is actually a picture of all of the things that will happen to you if you don't do the tasks mm. <laughs> so uh we use that because uh pain is a stronger motivator than pleasure mm. and that that is a a good reason so like if you know obviously like if you were to see a, an image of your children starving on the side of the road I mean, I don't know about you, but that's going to make me pick up the phone really yeah. quick. <laughs> it's going to yeah. make you pick up the phone faster than, you know, maybe a sports car. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> so we do those yeah.
0: that, that is going to make me wake up every day. And, and uh, Dude, I will pop off the pillow. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Definitely. So I agree with you. And, and then at some point you, you, you came up with a company. Can you tell us about it and how how that one is incorporated in what you are doing.
1: In- yeah. So basically what I did is I, um I was doing really well with referrals, referral based business inside of real estate. And then uh, people started asking me how I was doing it. So I, I basically told them, Hey, this is what I'm doing. They're like, okay, that sounds awesome, but that takes a lot of time. And a lot of people kept saying the same thing. It takes a lot of time. And I don't, you know, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. I can't be consistent with it. Um, so I was like, well, There's a market there so let me tap into that Mm -hmm. um so i did and now i do it for uh to basically i that's how appreciation advocate was born
0: yeah everything that you told us before that's what was incorporated into that company
1: yeah basically yeah so it's i mean it's not like i didn't do this stuff myself for Mm -hmm. a living i mean i still have my real estate license active like i went you know i've i still help people sell buy and sell homes and you know i'm kind of in the trenches with people and i'm not like and I'm not just this guy sitting on a cloud somewhere, just, um, you know, telling people what to do. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm like, hey, I, I do this with you guys every day. I'm learning new things all the time. I'm not I'm not the end all be all. I know that there are still things to learn. And um, there's a there's I learned things from clients, even like I had a call with a client once. And he had mentioned a service that I had never even heard of. And I was like, wow, that's a really good service for what I do. I'm going to implement that into my business. And that was that came from my client. So like, you know, I don't have, um, you know, complete perfection as none of us do. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think being in the trenches and actually doing the activities with clients and then understanding that I'm doing it, too, is a a helpful thing, too.
0: Yeah. And in actual fact, many people follow what you do not what you say so you can you can keep talking every single day but then they are going to look at you and what you do and then they're going to learn much more than what it is that you said all day long
1: yeah I I heard a quote from somebody the other day it was like last week and they were like it was like the best example you have is the actions you perform it it was something something along the lines of that and Mm -hmm. I was just like you know what that's right that's exactly right. Cause then, and I heard another mentor of mine, actually, I know he said, your children will never listen to a word you say, but they will watch everything you do.
0: Mm, Exactly. Exactly. So, and then I know that there is a book coming. Is that your first book or do you have other books Mm -hmm. that you've written before?
1: Yeah, that's the first book. So the first book, um, but it's basically a collection, uh, it's called the impression scale. And it basically, whenever you make an impression on somebody, um, the whole thing with impressions is a lot of people think that it's like this, um, it's everything about the first impression. Everyone mm. wants to make a great first impression. Everything's about this first impression. And it's freaking insane how much people make a big deal about this first impression. And what you do, the thing is like, that's not how you say top of mind as a business owner though. You can't stay top of mind with one impression. Yes, it's a first impression. Yes, it's an important impression. Mm. It's not the end all be all though. I mean, Perfect. there's a, so basically the way the impression scale actually works is it's like, if you can picture a scale from one to 10, like a horizontal scale from one to 10, uh, the top side is one to 10 and the bottom side is one to 10. And basically the top side is the impression itself. Was it a good impression? Then it was like eight, nine or 10. If it's a terrible impression, like if you walk into your girlfriend's house and kick the family dog, that's a very terrible impression. (laughs) So like, you don't, that's like a one Yeah. Uh, on the bottom side of the, um on the scale is the top of mind indicator and basically what that is is like hey how long is this impression going to last so the the objective obviously is to make sure that the impression lasts as long as possible and is a good one and so the, the book talks about how to make them how to make good impressions and how to make them stick so that when when people need your service they call you
0: Oh, that's interesting. So, so there, there, are definitely going to be exercises for me to do, and and scale myself. Or do I do it to another person? That like yeah, how does that work? And what what's what's the, the direct way to help? Well,
1: yeah, for sure. So the big thing is like one like for one of the chapters, it's called the the three anchors of appreciation. Mm-hmm. And when I say anchors, I mean it in a negative sense because a lot of people hear the word appreciation and they think that the best thing that you can do is in an appreciation setting. Like once I get the word appreciation, everything's all good and positive and happy. And it's like, that's not true. You can absolutely give somebody a gift. That's ter- absolutely terrible. Um, and what I would do is I'd say like, look uh, these three anchors, there's um, anchor number one is the singular effort. Meaning like if you just give one gift one time and never again, like we we're just saying, just like a first impression, it's only one gift. It's only one impression. Uh, and that doesn't do anything for anybody uh that doesn't keep you top of mind uh the next one's called the negative nancy because it 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 makes you um it's it basically is a neutral or negative impression which you know like if if for example i got you a dog toy but you don't even have a dog like that's a negative (laughs) that's a negative impression um uh and then the last one is obviously the most fatal and that's called the false positive uh, and the false positive is basically where when you give somebody a gift, uh, the reaction is always the same, right? The reaction is always, um, oh my God, thank you so much. You shouldn't have, you know, mm. this is so nice of you, but like in their heart, they're really thinking, wow, what kind of gift is this? This is ridiculous. This is crazy. This is the the stupidest thing I've ever heard uh, or I've ever been given. Like I would like, but the problem is the thing is they've always been the, the bad gifts will get the same feedback as the good gifts does See? that make sense
0: the bad
1: gifts are gonna we'll get the, the bad gifts will get the same feedback that the good gifts get that only yeah. the good gifts should get so like if a good gift someone's you give someone a good gift they go oh my god thank you yeah but if you give somebody a bad gift they're still gonna say the same thing oh my they, god
0: they, thank they you can't tell you know this is not good they, they, like, yeah no,
1: yeah no. nobody tells you that nobody says this is effing stupid yeah. <laughs> take this back no one says that
0: <laughs> yeah, nobody nobody's gonna say that i mean we appreciate every gift that we're given but then why do i take it after that so and, and now because you are mentioning gifts and um I, I know you've got some secrets of gift gifting you, you talk about six secrets which are there and how should i get it right in gifting
1: Yeah. So we have, um, we have this thing called the, 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 I guess the criteria of giving gifts and the six criteria for what all, uh, what for all that all good gifts have. Um, so we have the focus on, so to go through them real quick, the focus is one high quality. It should Mm -hmm. be personalized. It should be deep emotional impact. It should have staying power and it should build a connection. Those are the six criteria. So, um, to break them down a little bit, you basically want to give, you know, for focus. You want the focus of the gift to be on the recipient, not okay. you. Not, not you know, if you make it about you, then it's a promotion, and that's not that's not a
0: gift. But 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 let, let me, even before you proceed, but then I'm gonna give a gift that is branded with my. Yeah, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's a, yeah, a big gift. Then 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 it's definitely gonna end up being about me at some point.
1: Absolutely. That's why we don't yeah. give branded gifts.
0: <laughs> yeah, You're going to make it clear for us here.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why we don't do branded gifts because mm-hmm. branded no, gifts are... We
0: don't do branded gifts.
1: No, we don't. No. Really? We don't send anything out with... No, because if you send out a branded gift, it's not a gift. It's a promotion. So that's, ah. what, so that's... that, And that's the thing. There's a difference between a promotion and a gift. Each has their own purpose, but a promotion is meant to promote the giver, not The recipient so like so
0: so what's the downside of giving out my my branded gifts
1: well if the downside is if you give it as a gift so like if you give a branded item like let's say you're holding i don't know let's say you're doing a community event
0: and Mm -hmm. you're
1: looking to spread awareness about your brand and you give out promotional items that's fine you're promoting so a promotion a promotional item for a promotional event that makes sense but when you go into like i don't know if you were to go to a a Christmas party at your company and you show up with all these branded shirts with all your logos on them and you just give them to everybody. That's not a really good gift because it's your company. It's not theirs. And it's really about you. It's not, it's not about them. A gift is supposed to be at the receiver. That's why I was talking about the focus. Like the Mm. focus has to be about the receiver. So like what let's put it this way. So like if I got onto, um, onto your podcast, right? So we're on your podcast. And if I, if I sent you a gift that had the appreciation advocate all over it, you'd probably be like, what the heck be like, you know, I don't have any use for this. But if I sent you a gift that said, you know, Anthony, Murori all over it. I don't know if I said that right. But if, if, if I, if I said that, if I sent you something like that with your name all over it and said, Hey, here's a pen or here's a book or a notepad or something like that with your name on it, you'd be like, Hey, this is super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for sending me. you you'd actually use it versus mm-hmm. like if i just gave you like a mug that said appreciation advocate on it you'd be like i'm just gonna trash this and most gifts do i mean think about it every time you go to a business conference and you get a bag full of swag or some useless items they get like these little squishy stress balls and whatnot in there like you yeah. just toss that stuff out no but you don't bring that stuff home
0: yeah 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 definitely so so go deep into the the rest
1: yeah for sure so the, the next one is high quality you want the gifts not to be cheap because a gift is supposed to be a symbol of the relationship that you have uh, with the other person. So if you give that, if you go cheap on the gift, you're basically telling the person like, hey, I don't really, I think this is a cheap relationship. And that's that's kind of a, the recipient will pick that up and it will make it, it'll hurt the relationship. It'll be a negative impression for sure. Uh, personalized, obviously, if you can make it any which way personalized to them, if you can get their name engraved on it, a, a scripture verse that they really like on there or their favorite quote um the names of their kids uh, you know whatever anything that you can make it personalized their favorite color make it about them that's that's a really good thing i would highly highly recommend that Mm -hmm. um obviously the fourth thing we got uh, the deep emotional impact so it has to have some kind of emotional connection people make decisions emotionally and then they justify logically so uh when you are able to tap into their emotions. It actually saves you a lot of work because once you're playing their emotional strings, now you're, now you're uh, cooking with uh, peanut oil, as they say. Um, The last thing is, uh, or sorry, the second to last thing, the, is, it has staying power. Uh, Mm -hmm. The gift has to be able to be used repeatedly or uh, seen frequently. Uh, So like for what we used to do is, uh, we used a, a, a trick called attacking the kitchen. So, And we call it attacking the kitchen because anytime somebody used anything in their kitchen, it was from me. Mm-hmm. It was about their, it, I gave them, anytime they touched their pizza cutter or their ice cream scooper or their cutting board or their scissors or their knives, it was from their real estate agent. So it's like, oh, well, Steve got me this. Oh, well, Steve got me this. And I'm constantly being refreshed in their brain because whenever you get a gift from somebody that you can actually use, you they think of you. Like you yeah. think of the person who gave you the gift, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and you don't, you don't go crazy. You don't like every time you pick, like I got a pair of scissors from a guy once and I pick them up and I literally think of him every time I pick them up. Cause I think he, it was such a great gift. Mm-hmm. And, but I don't go like over the moon. Like I'm not going to hit the ceiling. every. Oh my God, these scissors are amazing. Like I'm not going to think of that. I'm not going to do that every time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I'm going to be, but I'm just going to be like, oh yeah, you no, know, John gave me these. That's cool. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, no. you know, I think, you know, just it's like a constant refresher in your brain that, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, okay, I remember him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like in a, you never actually fall off in the impression scale in the book. It's this thing called the, the subconscious slide. When you're not making impressions or when you're out of mind, you slide down into the subconscious. Mm-hmm. And by having a staying power, you never allow the impression to fall off down the slide. You basically nail the impression in and it sticks there because it's constantly refreshing um, and the last thing is to build a connection so let's not forget the basics here the entire reason we're actually giving gifts is to build a relationship so uh, you know always have a gift sent with a personal message write a personal note send it with a video uh, something anything of that sort that you can do
0: that's cool. that's good yes Now, for those of you who are joining us right now, I know we have many people who are watching. Uh, Thank you very much for being here. We are with uh, Steve and we are discussing the art of attraction. Stop chasing and start enticing. And and it's been a wonderful time so far. Now, um, we've covered quite much of what we were to cover today. And um, yeah. This is just about it. Uh, in what uh, that I do, unless you've got something to add before we are through with the uh, episode, something um, as to yeah.
1: Um, I guess I get two pieces. Of, a good quote for you. I got two quotes for you. Uh, one, if your priorities are clear, your decisions are easy. So that's one piece of advice. I think is a fantastic piece of advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second piece of advice, or I don't know where I saw this, or it was advice, whatever it was. Um, if, you, uh, if you're not changing it, you're choosing it. So if you're ever in a rut and you're in a bad situation and it's not getting better, just know that if you're not changing it, you're choosing it.
0: If you're not changing it, you're choosing it. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. And thank you very much for that. Now, I know your book is some point, somewhere in the future. Uh, what other things are, are you playing with? in the mind are you planning are you uh, dreaming of
1: uh outside of the book you mean
0: yeah anything else that is in the works
1: yeah so we got a cool project coming out i'm actually working on um uh i'm, I'm building a program where i want to give my consulting advice to the masses so we're actually building out a program it's so like let's put it this way like there are coaches out there that charge thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for their coaching advice. And a lot of the times after they quote unquote close somebody, once they Mm. close you on a deal or they get you to opt into the coaching, um, the service afterwards is pretty much terrible. Like they don't actually help you one-on-one or anything like that. And, uh, what I'm trying to do is where I'm building out a, a platform that allows small business owners who don't have these massive budgets to drop like $7,000 or tw- 10 or fifteen twenty thousand $20,000 on coaching, mm-hmm. um, to basically just pay a small monthly fee. I'm not, I'm like not a four figure number, not a three figure number. Like I'm, I'm I, it's probably going to be less than a hundred. It's definitely going to be less than a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And, and for less than a hundred bucks a month, it'll be uh, probably less than $75 a month actually. But we'll actually, um, you have access to a coach like me, uh, and you, and you can actually use real-life customer experience, customer service coaching. And we basically walk you through this whole thing. And, and we stay with you. We keep you accountable. We keep you consistent. And it's this really cool thing we're building. Uh, I really can't wait to launch it because I really have this, like, internal war against coaches who charge out the you-know-what um, prices and then don't deliver on the service. Like, there are good ones out there that do deliver, and I, those people are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking about – I've only been burned for about a hundred thousand dollars on coaching over my career. So that's why I'm like a little fired up. Okay. <laughs> so I'm a little angry about it. <laughs> so I, I'm just basically going back. Like, you know what? I'm gonna create a coaching program that costs next to nothing.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna
1: hit y'all in the knees with it. <laughs> and then, you know, and deliver a better service.
0: Wonderful. And we wish you all the best in everything that you're going to do. I shoot, I aim to be. Yes, and I wish every person that is going to connect with you success from what they are going to learn from you, what both what you're going to say and what you're doing.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it, Anthony.
0: Yes, and how can they follow up with you, by the way?
1: Uh, you can just send me an email. Uh, the email is probably the best way to go. Uh, I do check that f- m- multiple times a day. It's uh, mm-hmm. steve at appreciationadvocate.com. Uh, it's probably the best, definitely the best way to go.
0: And they can find it on your website, which is the one that you've just mentioned. That's www.appreciationadvocate.com. Is yep. it? Yeah. Yep. So you can always go and follow up with Steve and learn more the art of attraction. And I yes, I believe that uh, you take all those advices given, and not only when you are an entrepreneur, but also uh, at home. Uh, with your spouse, with someone that you're interested in, and offer them a gift that is for them, not for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That is for won't. them. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So yeah, this is just about it. And uh, we really appreciate your presence here, Steve. Thank you very much for sharing everything that you've done. Thank you
1: for having me, Anthony. It's been a pleasure, man.
0: Yes. And we also thank all our viewers, um several platforms that we are broadcasting to and i see we have uh, several viewers Uh, thank you very much for watching please share this video with your friends and uh, i didn't see any comment but i know they will be coming after we are through and if you have any questions again remember to head to the website and look for a way to reach out to steve that is on www.appreciationadvocate.com that's about it thank you very much Steve
1: yes no problem Anthony thank you for having me
0: yes and thank you very much viewers this has been now tell us I have been your host Anthony Morore and together with Steve Buzogani we are saying attract more attract more and bye for now (laughs) all right see you later (laughs) yeah bye